welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Hi, this is Jake Smith, Director of Data Center Technologies, and I'm honored to be your backup co-host for Allison Klein for Intel Chip Chat, live from Microsoft Ignite in Orlando, Florida. I am joined today by Phil Vandemortel, IoT Sales Manager from Intel. Welcome, Phil. Welcome, thank you. I'm glad you could be here. Talk a little bit about Intel's story of IoT and the Intelligent Edge, and let our listeners know a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. So we're spending our time architecting the Intelligent Edge with end customers. So taking our long life roadmap, our 15-year uh, supported products, and helping customers design the next generation of products in at the edge. And we're now collaborating really well with Microsoft around PaaS and SaaS services in order for them to deliver data-centric services at the edge. And this is really starting to gain momentum. We've got market-ready solutions, which is a big push from IOTG. We've got real good alignment on CoCell. And we're now starting to really align the sales forces to go drive some actual tangible sales, not just silicon, but also keeping an eye on ACR, which is Azure Consumer Revenue, which is one of the big focuses of Microsoft. So let's talk a little bit about the relationship and some of the things that they've announced here at Ignite. We've got a, almost a 50-year relationship here, so that's pretty cool that we're able to make that kind of progress. But talk a little bit about what they've announced and what that really means for the future. Yeah, sure. When we look in the IoT space, what Microsoft are trying to do is deliver services from Azure at the edge. So they're almost seeing Azure as one big computer and they'll distribute that compute wherever it needs to go. So what we've been doing with Microsoft is working on a couple of the specific products like IoT Central. And we've got a customer on our booth this week, CH Robinson. They're a $16.9 billion logistics company. They've taken our Intel Connected Logistics platform, so Sensor Gateway. They've integrated that with us into IoT Central with Microsoft. So they can now offer a pass service, which delivers reoccurring Azure revenue for them and delivers edge revenue for us. So a great example where we've collaborated together to bring a pass solution to market. Another great one, and that's had a lot of press this week, is what was known as Databox Edge and is now branded as Azure Stack Edge and a lot of focus on that. And this is a very different business model that we're used to at Intel. So you, know, you sign up in your Azure account for a service, and then depending on what services you choose, they will deliver you a to-you server to your office on the premise that there's no CapEx, but they will start delivering these services immediately to you. And what they're seeing there is they're now taking these cloud services and migrating those services that run great in their data center. They're migrating those right to the edge where the workloads are happening. And that's where Azure Stack Edge is really going to play a key role for you know, Intel and Microsoft in engaging in that edge market together. Well, you talked a little bit about PaaS or platform as a service. That's a really important distinction. Uh, you're not talking about infrastructure as a service. You're not talking about software as a service. You're talking about a platform with maximum flexibility and scalability. Why is that so important for customers like CH Robinson? So that's really important for them because they can choose what hardware to land uh, their PaaS services on. They've got flexibility for them to upgrade at the edge, upgrade some of the software uh, availability. 
Now, what IoT Central does for them as a SaaS service is they can ingest any device, any sensor data they want directly into that, and therefore they can leverage that to drive more sales, more insights into that data, because really what that PaaS service is doing is allowing any Intel-based edge device to feed the data which they're after in, and then they use Azure to then predict you know, cognitive services, Azure ML, all the usual Azure services to really understand that data to then deliver insights back to customers. And you saw this week where they announced some stuff around Azure Maps. Now, as a logistics provider, if you can then pull in Azure Maps and map that over your supply chain, you know, that's a huge benefit for some of these. Well, and you also give an opportunity to actually use the analytics and the machine learning to allow the Azure platform to begin to really dictate where the business goes. Exactly, and I think we've got to keep an eye on the edge, but also that is driving cloud consumption for Microsoft. And these types of solutions, you're talking hundreds of thousands of devices, they're looking at many different sensor bits of data, so you're looking at light, you're looking at location, you're looking at humidity, you're looking at shock, so all these data points, and hey, if I'm shipping a really high value product, I want to know every minute what's happening. You know, if I'm shipping a cargo of CPUs, why has it been down on the tarmac in Russia in minus 30 for 40 minutes? So those sorts of insights, you know, you can create triggers in the cloud to act before these things become a problem. Microsoft's a core partner, but we're partnering with Microsoft to deliver more than just the data box edge or Azure Stack Edge. IoT intelligent edge and those kind of things. What are some of the other areas where we're actively engaged? Two really interesting areas. One is around AI and the edge. So we've been doing a lot of work with the Onyx runtime, which is Microsoft's ability to create models or train models in the cloud. And we've integrated that with OpenVenome. So by creating that plugin, what that means is Microsoft's customers who've developed those models in the cloud can now take that through OpenVenome, through the model optimizer, and then target that on hardware which is relevant to them. And obviously now we've got the dev cloud, we can sit down with those Microsoft teams, we can take those models from Onyx, run it through OpenVINO, and then take that model into our development cloud and then target what hardware it will run best on. So you replay that back to a customer that's deploying stuff on the edge. This is fantastic, right? They can choose through the cloud. They don't need to go buy 10 bits of test kit and start figuring it out. They can start looking at, hey, this VPU or this VPU accelerator card or, hey, this FPGA is perfect for me. And then they can go and deploy. So we can really help architect the edge with Microsoft in, them, in some of those spaces. The other thing where we're spending a ton of time is around market-ready solutions, RR, case. Microsoft have got a very similar process called CoSell. And what we found is a lot of customers that we touch today, they're also touching, but also there's a sweet spot of customers that are delivering Intel pass or pass services on Azure which has got heavy Intel Edge content. So not only is it delivering huge Intelligent Edge revenue and design wins, it's also driving the Azure meters for Microsoft. So where we've been focusing on is, hey, can we pick a handful of these and really go after it together in the market? Let's double down. If it's spinning the Azure meter, it's got a ton of Edge. Some of these have got not just IoT silicon in, but they've got a 10 gigabit Ethernet, they've got a Stratix 10, they've got the memory down. So let's load up those solutions and sell them together. What we've also found is that Microsoft are partnering hard with the ISVs. If you take sort of Databox Edge and look at some of the end customer deployments, uh, like the Kroger deployment, which is very public with Microsoft, it's actually an ISV that did the software development to deliver that service. And so Microsoft you know, 
great they were talking to Kroger, Intel were talking to Kroger, but actually when you look at it, it's the ISV that's influencing what services they're going to be able to run at the edge. So we're also trying to figure out, hey, how can we dial up our engagement in those conversations and become relevant so that when we're having conversations, we can work with the ISV to optimize those workloads on Intel Silicon, which is back in the cloud. So because it's more than just a CPU, exactly. right? You know, it's a visual processing unit, a VPU, as you talked about. It's a field programmable gate array or FPGA that you talked about. It's SSDs, solid state disks, it's Ethernet, and it's a host of other technologies. OpenVINO is an open source visual development kit really for those who are deploying visual processing units to really begin to create safety and opportunity in their IoT deployments. Yeah, by working closely with OpenVINO and Onyx, you're giving customers the ability to fully maximize the edge investments they're making. So if you've got a 2D or 3D convolutional model that will work best on the integrated GPU, hey, run it on that. You might not need an external graphics card, you might not need an FPGA, but give the customer the option to run it on what they've got and pick a platform which is going to deliver them the results they want, whether that's uh, thermals, whether that's inference, latency, frames per second, you know, whatever they are trying to achieve, we can help them along that journey. And that's what it's enabling us to do. You're talking about selling long lifetime processors. Sometimes these are dual core, quad core, eight core processors. These aren't necessarily always Xeon. Talk a little bit about the flexibility that you have as an IoT person at Intel. It's a lot more flexible than the data center guys like me have. Yeah, so the beauty of IoT is we've actually got a range of products from Atom up to Core up to Xeon. And IoTG are picking SKUs and offering them for long life. So two years ago, we made an announcement that anything that's 22 nanometers and below will be offering 15-year lifecycle support into the market. So you go to these medical customers, these kiosk customers, these industrial customers, they want to deploy a solution in the market and they want to maintain and maximize their asset for as long as possible. So within the IoTG group, we've got a range of products which have been adopted. And now we're also bringing some products which are developed from the grounds up by IOTG. We're bringing some products out next year. So when we go into customers, we can quickly understand what can we sell these guys. If they're looking at a low-end processor, you know, we've got a range of Atom products. We've got Core, we've got i3. We still have all the benefits of like AMT and vPro that we can leverage into our products. So we find ourselves in a quite unique place where there's a lot of different types of customers, industrial, manufacturing, retail. We had a great deployment a few weeks ago on visual inspection on manufacturing lines. You know, And when we were talking to the customer previously, they were saying that it's, you know, today they've got humans saying that, no, that's defect, off it goes. So by selling industrial PCs with Windows 10 Enterprise. We've now been able to digitalize some of those traditional manual workloads. And I think a lot of people at Intel think, you know, hey, IoT is complex, you know, it's way too complex. You know, we've got our KPIs, I'm gonna stick to what I know. But I think if you listen to what Microsoft know and how they're positioning things, they see the cloud and edge as sort of one big thing. And I think we can learn some things around that. You know, a lot of the projects are IoT-led, which are spinning big DCG cloud, uh, you know, cloud needles. Well, you know, it's interesting because as you guys build out the edge, we're getting deployments on the inside of the data center for more machine learning, more inference, 
more artificial intelligence or AI, and I'm not going to go into different frameworks that people deploy because it's really a business decision based on the customer, which framework makes more sense. You know, machine learning and inference are not necessarily the same thing, and so you have to deploy different technologies. But we've done a really good job of integrating with Microsoft around OpenVINO and Onyx. Can you go into some depth there? This is not lip service, this is not marketing, this is real core engineering optimization to be able to have an edge to cloud or cloud to edge solution. Yeah, so the Onyx work that's been going on with OpenVINO is now general availability. So we've been working this for the last sort of 12 months plus to make sure that this happens. Big team across IOTG, AIPG, you know, all of the usual guys have been involved to make that happen. And the importance of that, it's clear from today and some of the sessions that you know competition like that vision market and they like that inference market. When you look at the training versus inference, the volume of individual units is more likely to land at the inference side of things, right? Um, so the work that's been going on has really been to make that journey, be that developer, be that data scientist, to make that journey as easy as possible. You know, and people are starting their journeys with Microsoft in Onyx. And I think you know, today you see 30,000 people that sold out event for months, right? They've got a huge developer community. So one of the key things we need to do and, and decided to do is try and cement OpenVINO in that developer community. You know, obviously there's some significant advantages if you can gain traction uh, in that space. So you know, the technical work has gone on with the integration of Onyx, creating that plugin which allows you to slide straight into OpenVINO. Uh, so now you've got this model which you've done, which the data scientists have created. You can pass that through the execution provider into OpenVINO and then deliver that onto a platform that makes economical sense for you. But more importantly, if you look at the ISVs and, and some of the end customers that are using these solutions from Microsoft, they are the new customers to Intel. They are the software providers that can start to take these models and use our tools. So it's so important that we've spent the time to educate them, get them to understand exactly what we're doing to try and deliver incremental services in that space. What does this mean when we start adding machine learning as sort of core to every platform as a service that we deploy and we're optimizing silicon and drivers and BIOS for these capabilities? I mean, it's a full integration. What does this mean for customers and our listeners as they think of deploying their next generation Intelligent Edge? The opportunity that all of this aggregation of technology is providing into some of these segments is really going to change, or I think Microsoft call the term, you know, digital transformation, right? They are right. Yeah. hugely promoting digital transformation. And what's great to see from my side of the fence is that IoT plays a key role in this. You know, they are, in some cases, they're leading with IoT as the ability for digital transformation. And one other thing that Microsoft are trying to do is they're trying to go to our traditional ODMs or OEMs, you know, like a Lenovo, and get them to become MSPs or managed service providers for specific areas of the market. And it's interesting to see that because you know, they play back this one to eight ratio. Hey, every dollar you spend on Azure as a partner, you'll get eight back. So it's really fascinating to see you know, how they're going after that in a partner market, and what role they're trying to carve out for our traditional hardware vendors. If all those hardware vendors are going to be successful, you know, I'm not sure, but some of them you know, definitely will be. Let's talk about the overall relationship to drive the IoT or edge marketplace between the two companies. 
Yes, I think we're on a journey with Microsoft, right? Especially in the IoT space, because they are looking to deploy cloud services at the edge, and we're trying to really drive intelligent edge. So there can be a little bit of you know tension in the air when we start those conversations. So what we're doing, Microsoft, is you know we're picking some segments, we're doubling down, we're looking at trying to do two or three things right in each one of those segments. Two weeks ago, we had Microsoft at on stage with us at the Industrial Solutions Summit in Singapore. Uh, they joined our AI Summit in China. We're co-sponsoring. Microsoft's flagship IoT in action event, which is 27 cities across 33 locations running throughout the year. So we're starting to turn up together. So you know, technology is one thing, and we've got their sales force, they've got their sales force, and we're starting to figure out how we can engage those two a little bit more. But also we're starting to turn up to events together, talk about the technology, talk about that cloud to edge or edge to cloud, because we both coin a different term, and how we can drive new business together. Obviously, we've still got one eye on the Windows IoT, which is the traditional embedded business, and how we can drive incremental business on migration, industrial PC refresh, all of these good areas, they also you know, remain a target for us because if they upgrade from Windows 7 to Windows 10 IoT, then there's a new PC in there, which is a very interest to us. So, you know, we're really on new a journey. New PC, with, new networking, new hardware, you new memory. Get it. It's yeah. A, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's great to have technology alignment, but I think, you know, market alignment as well, you know, focusing in on some things to go and actually do well. I mentioned Microsoft have got this co-sell program. This is where they can take IoT solutions today and they can incentivize their sellers. So they've got 22,000 salespeople in the market. Uh, so they can take these co-sell solutions and if they win an Azure contract, they can retire some of that contract against their personal quota. So if you've got Microsoft co-sell solutions that you're working on or market-ready solutions that you're working on that are spinning the Azure needles, reach out to us because we can quickly get together with Microsoft and start executing some plans. How do our listeners find out more information? On the team Microsoft, we've now published in a newsletter tons of information around Azure Edge stack around Windows IoT, around IoT Central. Clearly our investments with Microsoft are starting to pay dividends. Thank you for joining us for Chip Chat. This has been Jake Smith, Director of Data Center Technologies for Intel Chip Chat. Wherever you may be listening to this, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Visit Chip Chat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.